0: Full of Sound and Fury is a podcast for adults, by adults, containing adult language. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Every day is an improvement.
0: (laughs) I think that's a great place to start. Oh yeah, people listening. I'm sorry, Morzami. This is a Full Time Fairy Podcast. Uh, with us, undeterred by plague, nor earthquake, nor hurricane, from San Diego, California, still alive, Ariel Rodriguez.
1: Still here, and quite frankly, uh, COVID aside, uh, the other uh, apocalyptic uh, occurrences didn't didn't manifest themselves significantly in my area, and I am grateful for that.
0: Well, hang on. You're selling yourself short here. That's the Moses you just went through. <laughs> and I in America want to know, Ariel. Did you open the mummy's tomb? What the hell happened?
1: No, I don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't do that. You don't drink the mummy juice. You don't. You don't do that. You don't. You don't thaw the. Uh, what is it that they were doing recently? They were thawing out like a, uh, an ancient worm or whatever. <laughs> They like found yeah, a frozen I heard, worm.
0: I heard something about that. That was not a good plan. Dog, don't do that, dog. <laughs> yeah, that, someone was like, hey, that's the plot of like every sci fi horror movie ever. What are you doing?
1: There needs to be at least like a few years of international deliberation before you thaw the worm. That's all I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, we can't even agree on carbon control. If that's the best prevention would it be like to make sure an international tribunal has to come to some kind of consensus. Then it'll never happen.
1: Yeah, so it's safe, right? You just it's it's a nice until then. Wow, that was a lot of shit that you got get dumped in your lab in a very short uh, time. Uh, yeah, really annoying. Uh, COVID by all means the the most, but uh, yeah, hurricane and uh, you know earthquakes. Uh, you know, not not really in our area, but close nearby. Not great. Are we still pro-California? Or? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> like I said, all of that was newsworthy, but all I got to deal with while I was coughing and dealing with fever and all that other good stuff and the rest of my family was just a rainy day. That's all it was. So at no, least... To be fair, that's not worth in Southern California. <laughs> it was... You know, and where we are, like the, the the infrastructure dealt with it just fine, had no architectural problems. It was just a rainy day, thankfully. Could have been worse, I know, but.
0: Are you suggesting I stop watching Fox News for my institutional needs, <laughs> especially when it comes to California?
1: I mean, as an experienced hurricane uh, survivor, yeah. Uh, it, it can always get worse. Like the, the the hurricane shifts in direction, and all kinds of other possibilities uh, pop into uh, in, into the spectrum. But at least this time around, it's like whatever, man. And the Pacific's so cold that thing like <laughs> there's not a hurricane for very long. Between that and landfall, all the all the mountainous terrain has got to get through. Is you know just turn into a rainy day. I'll take it. You know, got plenty of other stuff to deal with.
0: I have no idea if you would even know or how you would determine this. Do you? Did you have like one of these new exotic variants that everyone's all excited about the fall?
1: Yeah, you know, I thought about that. Uh, unless I wanted to go through like exurb, exorbitant effort to go to like a special lab or something, I don't know if I could have figured that out. Um, you know, just did home tests, no PCR, even. Um, so yeah, I mean. I think those exotic variant, the, the EG, whatever it is, two, two, EG 2.6. Eris, what if it sounds like an SUV? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I well, mean, um, I think that's, that's still pretty spotty, right? It's, I, I, I'm guessing I just got the Omicron uh, DuJour XBB 1.5. I, I think that's probably what I got. Odds are anyway. But uh, didn't go through the effort of leaving the house to do any kind of special test. i'm sick i know it Uh, let's just uh i just want (laughs) to i i I got sick first and i was like oh god and then like wife got sick kid got sick i'm like this is a nightmare this is a nightmare i'm not going anywhere i just don't want this to. i just want to i want to go into cryo sleep with the bacta and i just want (laughs) to get get two weeks out i just want to get two weeks into the future as quickly as possible well you don't even need like a bacta for a saber stab anymore <laughs> apparently not. The robots will take care of you. Yeah,
0: no, you're fine. You just need a twenty-five thousand year old robot, apparently. <laughs> Guess this is as good of a transition as any, uh, to uh the Ahsoka premiere. Was it yeah, I presumably it was less painful than Omicron.
1: oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean it, it 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 felt like it took a while to get a little bit of steam there, but that's okay. Uh I think Star Wars at least uh, Andor, if you consider Andor, you know could use a slow start to set, set things up. I feel bad for anybody who hasn't watched Rebels trying to <laughs> trying to get on board, though. It seems like it's just like picked up a lot of Rebels baggage and just started running with it.
0: Yeah, and I think that's probably why it's slow. It's interesting most people haven't watched a cartoon from five years ago. <laughs> right. It doesn't extensively Y7, but not really. Yeah, it's definitely as we as we surmised, Rebel season five, and yeah, it's slow, but not unbearably so. I don't think.
1: Yeah, and that lightsaber fight was awesome. Um, actually, there was several lightsaber fights. Ahsoka had you know some as well, but uh, the the one with Sabine uh, and I forget the new villain apprentice's name, but it was it was, it was cool.
0: That's we all are Ariel, uh, Aaron, and I have taken a referring to her as Scythe Eilish. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's. Real name is Shin something, but I don't know. I, I can't remember it. So,
1: if she does something uh, horrible later, I'm sure it'll be, she'll become more memorable. But for, for right now,
0: <laughs> where Perhaps. will you go? Yeah, I guess what's hitting me in the face with it is the
1: casting. After two episodes, all those familiar you, characters with different actors. <laughs> yeah, from the animated show. So that that's
0: part that's. Part of the problem is that the voice actors were excellent on Rebels. So there's trying to replicate that's hard to begin with. Let me just throw this out at you. I would argue I like Rosario Dawson, but I think she's miscast. I like Mary Elizabeth Wonstad, but I think she's miscast. It occurred to me, I think it works better if you flip their roles. Oh, that would be interesting. Because the way Rosario is playing Ahsoka is very different than Ashley Eichhardt? Am I saying her name right?
1: I think that's right. Eichhardt? I don't know. City like Eilish? I don't know, but... <laughs> the the Ahsoka feels yeah, a little bit more detached than she does in the animated series. That's my feel my gut feel from watching so far.
0: There's a lot of cool looks and crossing my arms to let you know that I am too
1: I am too old for this shit. <laughs> it's like well and last time we saw her in Rebels, she was older, but not not uh uh Danny level. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like she was at her peak, if anything, or close to peak. Okay, shit. Which one was Berton? Which one was Rick's? Uh, Murtaugh is, is Danny Glover. Riggs is okay. uh, Milkovs. Yeah.
0: Okay, so, yeah, she, she was Riggs. Now she's Murtaugh.
1: T- too uh, there, soon. There, yeah, there,
0: yeah. there was. There, well, <laughs> there, well, I don't think she's Bob Barker, but we'll come to that later. Um, there was a lot of passion, though. And now she's like, I'm not a Jedi, but she's kind of like <laughs> doing very Jedi things. And it's like, I don't understand what's happening here.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and I I don't know if it's acting choice from Dawson or if it's the, what the script is
1: calling for. Yeah, it's a good question, because I mean Rosario Dawson could play a passionate character. She has many a time. So mm-hmm. is that what is this something that Filoni wants? I don't know. I, I don't either. It's just it's
0: just very strange. It's a both both and, you know, and the hair is weirdly subdued now.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah she's more yeah i agree uh, i noticed that too um she was definitely more fiery in the uh, in rebels and it's that was that was an adjustment as well i saw i saw it at times like the a little bit more but um especially in episode two where you get to see her uh do some some awesome flying um but not quite the same for sure no not not at all
0: Chopper is unchanged. Chopper's unchanged I was just gonna say the same thing.
1: <laughs> and I love Chopper, so I'm here for it. Yeah. He's definitely a different astromech than the others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's more R2 than R2. I love him. <laughs> he's kind of like um, God, how do I put this? Uh He's, he's the lovable asshole. I mean, it's like, he's like the, he's just the, uh, but he, he's not neurotic. I feel like R2 gives off neurotic vibes for me. Uh, always has. Uh, not, not, uh, not, not him. Not uh, 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 in this case, Chopper. Cause like Chopper's just, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's just, he just comes off as the, the overconfident uh, dude.
0: Uh yeah there it's it's it's, it is, it's so funny like I uh, describe this to like a machine but there is like an asshole streak there that's very endearing. <laughs> yes. <enduring>. yes.
1: <laughs> that R2 doesn't have. It's almost like if you took a little bit of Han Solo and you put it into that mech. That's what you Yes. <laughs> get. Yeah. There's definitely
0: a wild card element to him. which I never really thought about but that yeah I think that actually is exactly how I would describe it. Okay, well, if I'm gonna kill the casting, I want to talk about the casting. I think really works. I had like a smack my head moment with like, of course, Ray Stevenson is a Sith Lord.
1: <laughs> Gone too soon, too. I mean, I I, I know, yeah. But he's he's
0: huge, and he's got the cool Western European voice. <laughs> yep. And the and uh, and the background in uh, scre- screen uh, choreograph screen. What's the word? Stage combat. There we go. Yeah, my yeah, brain yeah, right. got there eventually. And it's like, wow, this is this was so I mean, this was such an obvious pick, and, and I just never really thought about it. Kind of surprised it took them this long to get to Star Wars. <laughs> Maybe they were like me; they just never thought about it. Yeah, yeah. I it is unfortunate. This is gonna be going to be a early go around with them. Even if yeah. the, I mean, I, I suspect he doesn't get out of this uh, this season right. anyway. Right. How do you feel about the
1: theory that these are the Knights of Ren? Oh, man. I hadn't even heard that. Uh, oh, yeah. They really dropped the ball on the whole Knights of Ren thing, so I'm kind of like. Eh, yes, they really but did. Meh.
0: <laughs> well, if you subscribe to uh, Keyshawn's theory that this is Filoni's uh, sequel redemption tour, it yeah. does make a lot of sense. Sure. Because uh, you know, so far this this Andover's era stuff has all been about you know, whether directly or indirectly speaking to the whole whether the 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 failure of the New Republic and the birth of the first order. Yeah.
1: How would you rate the first two episodes? Honestly, I think it's a strong start. Um, It's a little slow for sure, but they got to build kind of a corner that's been underdeveloped. So let uh, let's let them do that am excited i like that sabine is a pretty major character in the show i think that's cool i think it's uh I, know, I think for reasons we were just sort of talking about uh ahsoka being a little bit more detached and colder it's hard to i don't know i think if if sabine weren't there it i, I think it would be a weaker show i don't know how to put it but like uh sabine brings a lot to the table i think so far um which is going to be good um the dynamic between her and Ahsoka, but also what Sabine can do. Yeah, putting up, putting together some interesting stakes. I, ho- I hope that if and when Ezra shows up, that it's not like an Ezra party all the time. They got to find a way to. It's not. An, it's not called Ezra Bridger. So, uh, I do wonder how they're going to handle that in the future. Uh, assuming that he does pop in somehow, not, not as a Force ghost, presumably still alive. But I guess we'll see. It's all. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's impossible to know where they're going. Where do you hope they're going? I mean, I'm hoping that this is not just a one and done season and that they bring Thrawn back by the end of this season. And then you get kind of the dark middle chapter season. So maybe three three seasons if there's a plan. I don't know if there's a plan. Um and you know Thanks for that Disney. Yeah, right. The <laughs> <laughs> Have that dark middle chapter where they're fighting Thrawn and then the last season is, you know, them making it out somehow and you get the and you get the kernels of exactly what you were talking about. The first order, the resistance somehow kind of taking a closer shape. The pace is deliberate enough where it could certainly be several seasons. Yeah. And you know Filoni's good for it. Like he could do it. Like it's not uh it's not like he'd be meandering, I guess. I I feel like he... He knows where he would take it. At least the major beats. Just, can they get there? I know they have a movie oh, planned as well. Oh, that's right. But isn't that right? I think Filoni's is different. I think Filoni's is kind of the culmination of the Mandalorian, Ahsoka, that middle pre-sequel trilogy time. So I don't know if, the, if Ahsoka builds to the movie, and the movie is actually the conclusion, or what? Interesting.
0: That's unprecedented. I don't think it's a bad way to do it. I'm sure the internet will hate
1: it because it hates everything. Sure. Anime does it all the time, so (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's a very anime way of handling the story, if that's what they do. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that actually makes sense, especially now that the Mandalorian doesn't have much to do.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he, you know, would get an arc in that film, and Ahsoka and and that team get an arc, and it somehow all comes together. I I could see those major pieces and being a big draw for the theater, you know. Yeah, someday, if the strike ever ends.
0: (laughs) That's looking like the biggest determinant in a lot of things. It's interesting. I I don't know what Ahsoka's character arc is gonna be here, which is why I wanted to pose the question to you like that. I Good question. She you know once again we don't see her in the sequel trilogy either.
1: Yeah, so where is she? What did she do? And thus what is her story supposed to be here where presumably it just eventually takes her off the board as a major player.
0: And I mean it could just even be old age. Except you know, there's this weird Star Wars thing where you get more powerful the older you are.
1: <laughs> yeah. She's not even a force ghost anywhere, hanging out? Yeah. She knows Luke. She knows who Luke Skywalker is. Yeah. And she's
0: thoroughly interested in helping him.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's letting him be a bum on that planet. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I really, I kind of had the realization after the the first episode, it's like, I don't really have a feel where I even think this might go. Beyond, you know, obviously some kind of reckoning with, with Grand Admiral Theron. But how it might tie into the whole larger Star Wars universe moving forward, I, I've just got to be like, meh.
1: Yeah. Maybe that. Uh, so, one thing that they keep bringing up is this other galaxy, right? Yes. Uh, like, I keep wondering how much of a tease that really is. Are they going to bring Thrawn back from that other galaxy and then never talk about that other galaxy again? Are they going to keep that, the possibility of be able to being able to travel there somehow in some way, uh, similar to what they talked about in Rebels, but like maybe in a more controlled way, are they going to be able to do that? And that's where they're going to put half these characters that are super powerful and don't have a, a future in the sequel trilogy. Are they going to put them in that galaxy and set stories in that new galaxy? Or is it just going to be a... Just a nice little afterthought, like, oh, we put him we put thrown away in the in the cupboard, and he, we're gonna open the cupboard and take him back out, and then we put him back on the dinner table, and then we're gonna forget the cupboard exists, type of thing. Well, what if it's our galaxy? Great question.
0: Is Sabine mitochondrial Eve and we just don't know it?
1: <laughs> sure, go all Battlestar
0: Galactica on. <laughs> yes. Bring that stupid ass shit back in. Either that or it's gonna be the uh the Patton Oswalt uh, gambit from <laughs> yeah. crossover pitch from Parks and Rec
1: from Parks and Rec yeah we're just gonna do that for real Optimus Prime's gonna show up and <laughs> <laughs> it's about the one thing Disney doesn't own <laughs> sure I think that's another is that another fine uh, Warner Brothers joint or is that uh, NBC Universal I can't remember anymore Transformers yeah it's Hasbro It's Hasbro, right? So they're just independent. Did they go to Warner Brothers for those movies? I think Universal releases them.
0: Okay, okay. Is the distributor. I know it's on Paramount Plus. Okay. Which I haven't watched yet. I keep hearing good things, which, you know, I don't really believe anymore when they're (laughs) telling me (laughs) stupid shit like that. But I do like Transformers, so maybe I'll watch
1: it. Okay. But a good Star Wars, I think. Yeah. Star Wars on TV. It's... Mostly working.
0: Yeah, it's true. Do you think the HK droids are... Are those
1: people in costumes, or is it CGI? That is a great question. Good on them that I can't tell. Yes, (laughs) yes. It's pretty solid. The droid work, pretty solid. There's been a lot... There were actually, you know, that you mentioned it, a lot of droids in those first two episodes. A lot of things getting sliced and diced, and I didn't get the impression that it was, like, overly CGI'd you know speaking yeah. to your point there like if uh, you, you got you felt the the weight of it i guess i, I don't know it, it's it was well done yeah some of the fights i guess felt a little slow stage combat it goes but almost more um, more like uh, are you familiar with hema the uh, uh, like the like historical uh, european martial arts like uh, people Fighting with big metal swords, like uh, medieval style, it, it, the, Star Wars tends to lean into that often. That that kind of pace uh, of of fighting with with lightsabers instead of like kung fu wirework stuff It seems to go a little slow. And then somebody like Ray Park shows up, and it's like, no, 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 guys, watch this! And like it's like, oh yeah, it could look like this too. Holy shit! Wait a second.
0: I think that's part of why I'm having that reaction. Is dual fates and battle of the heroes? Were so fast. Yes. And look pretty good, even despite the stupid drill doubles they would use at times.
1: <laughs> yep. And they haven't really gone back to that uh, very much. Uh, it's no. disappointing. There's a lot of potential there. Adam Driver, I always felt he brought a lot to Star
0: Wars, but one of the things I, I thought he was pretty good at stage combat. Yes. Yeah. For sure. He's probably second tier, but he's probably top of the second tier if you're going to. Treated almost like a fantasy draft like he's outside of those two those two duels we just mentioned but yeah he's 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 pretty much up there yeah not crazy fast but you know not not where it's like well this looks this looks a little slow
1: he looked competent which is difficult to do i think for any actor unless they're a martial artist like uh from their background right and even then but yeah yeah they're actors they're not they're not necessarily athletes and they got to learn all this stuff in like a really short amount of time like a lot of choreography like it's a lot of work to get that goes into that stuff and if you're not like adept at picking that stuff up and then same goes for dance routines just you know it's not just combat you need to combat but uh it's hard
0: so you you told me that you went you have watched Guardians of the Galaxy Vol 3 now yeah how much did you like it i know you liked it
1: i i liked it for sure I kept thinking somebody was going to die and nobody died, <laughs> which I don't know. After a while I got desensitized to it. And just kind of like said, okay, well, like James Gunn, just take me for this ride, whatever, whatever you got. Uh, after like the second or third scare, um, you know, I like that guardians, while it has big stakes at In many moments It's still a very personal Series like the Each of the Villains and what they're driving Towards and how it affects The team still feels Personal Personally driven in a way That It just makes it feel more authentic how they Come to the conflict I guess And I I just think that's a strength that the guardians series has that's hard for comic book movies to do sometimes. Like, it's always like, well, they're going to destroy the universe. Let's go. But this one starts with like, my friend is hurt. I need to save my friend, whatever it takes. And then they just kind of builds and kind of pulls in threads from other places. And I really enjoyed that. And maybe folks will rag on it. Cause I'm sure the internet does But like, well, where's Kang? What's the multiverse? <laughs> but I felt like this was a good, a capper for the, the trilogy in a way. I don't know. Still has focus on Peter, but not as much. Allowed other characters to take focus, too. and
0: He spends a lot of plates again, and I don't think he drops a note, as, as is his way. How long did it take you to eat a hamburger again after this movie?
1: <laughs> that was rough, right? That was... I,
0: I oh, Shit, rough. I went into this movie a man, Ariel. I came out half vegan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hardest hardest one to watch hardest film to watch actually today, which post-endgame is really,
1: really impressive. Yeah, yeah. But it got you right. It's like uh it's uh Of course it again, got you. It's and it's just like the comic book movies are still here, man. Like they can still do this type of thing. You just gotta it's not it's not in and of itself the nature of a comic book movie that it can't do this type of thing. It can. You just have to have good writing, you have to have people that know these characters especially on a, on a volume three like this like you've got a you have to work with people that know the characters that know naturally where they're going to go when challenged right like uh, and and what's left to explore in their backstory and how it affects the others how you know there's so much there to mind but if you don't know what you're doing you can really screw it up but James Gunn knows these characters inside and out he created them yeah just great great way to and a trilogy. I mean, the guardians still around, and the the what, is, what does it say? Uh, is it the magnificent or something? The Star Lord will return. The legendary Star Legendary. Returned. Legendary. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: I, I definitely want to come to that. One trope that appears like it's going to always work is the art villain who wants to build a better world at any cost. We've seen yeah. this several times already, and now this is I evolutionary's turn. But it's every single time it's worked,
1: and I think they they put a fresh spin on it, right? Like he he high evolutionary does this. He's nobody's bothering him. He's doing it right. He created a whole other Earth, Un, unimpeded. Like he's been doing it off on the side. The the galaxy is so big, no one cares that he's doing this until he crosses paths. With the Guardians uh, forcibly, you know, uh, the Guardians forcibly cross paths with him and vice versa. And the, the conflict begins. There's probably What's plenty fascinating, of them.
0: The conflict is he needs Rocket to explain to him that <laughs> perfection is not a real thing. This is what he can't grasp.
1: Yeah. And so it's, it gets back to the core of a character, right? Like, right. You got to build, build all the villainous, crazy comic book shit around that. Right, he can't let it go. He can't. He's searching for something he's never going to find. Yeah. Like High Evolutionary could have just been a psycho that just experiments on people for no reason. Right? Like, go roll back twenty five years. So you, you probably have a comic book movie that would do that easily. Or shit, maybe they do that in Morbius. I don't know. I haven't watched Morbius.
0: Maybe Nobody's watched Morbius. That. Maybe it's the plot of Blue Beetle. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine.
0: That 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 seed of that character was so strong that we just need the one film that was
1: sufficient. Yeah, with him. Yeah. yeah, and I think with the cosmic stuff, it could be too easy to get to to get a bunch of characters that are kind of similar. You know, like they're trying to make their own planet, or they're trying to start their own perfect society, or they're trying to mold the galaxy in their shape. There's a lot of that, right? And so it's like. I think they gotta be careful. So I think you know, doing a one and done is, is not too bad. I think it's usually right. They they can usually only carry one film. It's interesting, right? Like Marvel has this collection of like uh I don't know how to put it, like they they and I, I'm sure they don't necessarily know either, but like you put a villain out there, and then you gotta kind of decide is this one that we're gonna keep around or not? And some and I I'm not sure that they always know. Like Kang, of course, Thanos, of course but like Loki did they know <laughs> from Thor one and then Avengers, how it was going to kind of play out, like how popular he was going to become. And is there other, other villains like that, you know, arguably, um, why am I playing as Killmonger, you know, they didn't have to bring him back for Wakanda forever, but it made sense. And he was a popular character, like popular villain. Uh, it, it, it's just interesting to see which ones stick around and come back in various forms and which ones don't. And some of that's determined by the audience. Some of that's determined by the story. And which, and which ones get recast as it goes on a, on a weird planet. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> why did we do this? <laughs> because we can.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's where there were what the hell choices. That's why I have to poke a little bit of fun at them. I thought the choice To not, to deliberately not put Gamora back was really
1: brave. I agree. Because that's what Hollywood would do. And it's cheap and it's shitty. (laughs) And I'll be honest, like, even with that last line that she gave to Peter about how, like, they probably would have been great together or, or, or whatever it was, like, you don't get a sense that they're going to eventually get back together. You get the sense that they're moving on and it's really brave and like, hell yes. Like adults do that. <laughs> like let the characters go there. What did you think of their, of their, uh, their arcs? I mean, rockets arc was of course the core of the story. Sure. Really well done. It's great. Um, Star Lord definitely. Uh, I'm glad they didn't cheapen it out and have him like follow Gamora around or some nonsense. Uh, going back to Earth to visit his his grandpa and whatever. I, I didn't expect that, but I thought that was cool. puts him in an interesting spot and like where will he pop up next? I, I don't know, but it was interesting. I hope they kind of, and I think they kind of are, are, did do that in this film. Or James Gunn did. They've like matured him a little bit in a way that didn't feel artificial. Like he. He went through a bad breakup and whatever, but like, I don't know this particular crisis and where he ends up at the end. I feel like Starlord grew up a little bit, and I like that. Yeah, I mean, Gamora, I think, is trying to find her place. she's kind of like a a new version of an old character. I think it's fine. Her arc was fine. Yeah, you I feel thought that was exceptional.
0: I I like the idea that she's she's not going to be that character, but she's no longer recusing herself from that possibility either. And that was kind of always the point with that. I think. Yeah, yeah, he really got a heart. To use the Wizard of Oz uh, take on it, didn't feel cheap though, because <laughs> she got there as angry as
1: possible, as is her way. Adam Warlock was interesting, really stupid. <laughs> like I think on purpose. He's a child. I mean, I I get it. Oh well, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Um that was a wild take on him I, I I thought it was well executed as well, but it was like, wow, that's a really interesting way to go, given my history with the character in comics
1: <laughs> right, right. It's like the dude's like a twelve or thirteen year old he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing <laughs> 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 clearly, you know like uh that's one of those things where it's like there's much more they could do with him uh in the m c u someday and they and they will i think they they will yeah, for sure did not expect Phi LaVelle to show up. Uh, the way she did, but there you go. Yeah, I mean, overall, nothing felt cheap. Like where everybody ended up at the end of their arc here felt good. Even freaking even Drax, they really like went deep with his like stupidity angle, and then like came out the other side in a in a way that I thought was brilliant that I just did not expect at all for him. I do you feel like they could have tried a little
0: harder with this.
1: Yeah, yeah. At least as far as like, where
0: they left her. But the, the ride with her and her like kind of helping Nebula become the best version of herself, I, I, I thought that hit very, very well.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if Mantis comes back to some, some some way, shape, or form in some other corner uh, of the MCU. Well, as,
0: as you pointed out, if they promised we're getting Peter back. I just don't know what, what the hell's left for ever have to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, I, yeah, that, that'll be really interesting when it comes time. Presumably, I'll you know, have a hell of a role playing Secret War in so much as I think everyone will have a, a role to play in Secret War. Yeah. Are you following this um, clickbaity stuff about Elizabeth Olsen being
1: fired from Scarlet Witch? No, I haven't heard of any, any of that at all. There's no way they do that. No way. Yeah, I, I, I think they're just overstating the fact that there's no plans
0: to do anything with Wanda at this time. O- okay. At least, at least I hope so. I do yeah. know Driver, to, to bring him up for the second time, weirdly enough, uh, it will not be Reed.
1: Yeah, it's been kind of on and off and on and off. I guess it's off again. I know, I have read that the they want to cast Sue first, and then build the rest of the team around her. She will be the focus. So whoever they choose has got to gel well with Sue in a way where Sue is the focus, not Reed of the team.
0: I respect that, but that movie is going to live or die with Reed Richards.
1: I don't disagree.
0: <laughs> if you if you can update him and make him cool, you're halfway there. Not to take anything away from Sue, but it's just Reed is kind of tricky, but very integral to what the
1: story is. I just wonder if they decide to Take some of the elements of Reed's character and spread them out amongst the team somehow, and like Sue becomes more integral as a result. Um, which I don't think would be a bad take on it. Uh, I just got to see what they do. Like, what's the idea exactly? I, I don't know. Um, we don't know much about anything with these <laughs> this team. They're like such a big component, but like it's been so hush hush, and then the strike, and now who knows.
0: It's, it's still super early days for it.
1: And it feels but like it the days feels, are getting earlier, because all those right, release it, dates...
0: It, yeah, it, it, but it has been a while, so the fact that nothing is nailed down, I guess, does feel weird. But, you know, Hollywood is not in, in crisis mode right now, too, so... Yeah, yeah. I guess not to be
1: unexpected. But yeah, I mean, not having Elizabeth Olsen as Wanda... Give me a freaking break, man. <laughs> She's getting close to Loki levels of uh, cultural uh, permeation such that uh, you're not going to recast Loki, I'm sorry. And you're not going to recast Scarlet Witch at this point. Maybe after Secret Wars. Okay, we can talk then. Anything is possible at that point. Until then... <laughs> Give me a break. I I really
0: be- I I suspect it's related. There's there's nothing on the docket and so people are just like trying to stir up shit because that's just what the internet does.
1: Got to drive those clicks somehow.
0: Are you surprised uh, well, no, how how surprised rather are you that Loki is going to be like the <laughs> It's kind of like the backbone of of this of, of the, uh, the the King Dynasty saga. Yeah, never I would never have against that shit. <laughs>
1: never. Yeah.
0: But Loki season 2 it looks like it's going to be pretty damn important, given how little, well, I mean, outside of Quantumania, how little we see of Kang. I don't
1: think he figures into the Marvels, does he? I have no idea, but I mean, a little bit, right? I I, I get the sneaking suspicion Kamala's armband is somehow connected. And so will we get, like, a little hint, a little drop of something? But I, I bet that's probably all we get. I, I doubt that we'll get, like... Kang showing up, you're like, hey, that's mine. You know, nothing like that. Yeah, I'm not even clear who the hell the um, antagonist of the movie is. Oh, it's uh, God, it's not. I think it's an entirely new character for the film, but it's like a former Cree inquisitor. Uh, Inquisitor? Or not inquisitor? What? What do you call him? Accuser. Accuser. Yes, thank you. But I think they've gone. Rogue somehow.
0: I mean, I'm just—I was looking at Phase Five before we we hopped on the air here. So Marvels, I don't think Kang's involved. Deadpool three, I don't think Kang will be involved in that. Blade, no, the TVA the will,
1: will, but not not Kang.
0: What the hell? What, what the hell would Kang have to do with Blade? N-
1: nothing, right? I mean, that's
0: right. So it's, it feels like it's going to be years before outside of
1: Loki. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Detective Loki is on the case. <laughs> I mean, there's there's some unannounced films still. I, I wouldn't be surprised if like a Shang-Chi 2 or something like that pops in. Doctor Strange 3 where there's more connective tissue that gets put in there. They just they just aren't comfortable making any commitments.
0: I mean, I guess to kind of bring the conversation full circle, the Fantastic Four seemed like a great place for him to show up, right? Uh, yeah. Especially if you, if you want to save Doom. There's a lot we don't know, and it'll be a while before we know it.
1: Yeah. You know, I keep thinking, trying to think back of what it was like to be an MCU fan before the Thanos hype really got in, where it was like just a couple, just like a few movies a year. It's hard to think back to what that experience was like. Maybe just too much water under the bridge, but because like now it's this era, or at least it was for a while, even through the pandemic, this era of like, well, you got three Disney Plus shows and you got two, three movies a year and just I, I know they're going back to fewer movies, fewer Disney Plus shows. It's just hard for me to remember what it was like to be a fan when it was like just a few <laughs> a few hits a year and that was it. Shit. I'll
0: throw this at you. Two thousand nine there wasn't a Marvel film at all. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> That's just utterly bizarre now. You got Iron Man, you got Incredible Hulk, and then it was like Welp see uh Which which came out within months of one another. Yes. I and did not like, remember that. <laughs> and then nothing. Until like Captain America and Thor in like 2011, right? <laughs> Something like that. Iron Man 2. Or Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. Again. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a very different time for sure. The expectations are like just different. I was trying to mentally put myself back in that older place to try to like recalibrate expectations a little bit. Uh, it's hard <laughs> Have you watched The Flesh yet? I have uh, just yesterday. I couldn't keep my curiosity at bay any longer. Okay.
0: I, that, that's kind of what I – it's funny enough that's where what i wanted to talking about more than the movie itself because I could not bring myself to turn that damn thing on. <laughs> I
1: was like, well, I, I get to work out for the first time in a long time. Let me just put this on and see what happens while I'm on the treadmill here. <laughs> did you sick again? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the CGI in that movie is bad. It's just bad. I was just like appallingly bad for a movie that had extra time to cook. All all else aside, but there and there is a lot more to bring up. But like man, like the CW did some of that stuff better. Some same similar concepts. Interesting. Well, I'll I'll watch it and we'll do a deep dive, and
0: we'll just bring I guess bring bark bags to that one. I it just
1: people need to stop trying to do Flashpoint. No, they, they can't. It's like there are other Flash stories, just the one, and then they they keep doing it not the same. They keep taking all the elements that they can't do for budget reasons, or it's too. Oddball comic book or whatever, and it's like the story doesn't work the way you think it does. You know, Bob or whoever. <laughs> uh stop it! Just stop it. Uh, it was really cool to see Michael Keaton Batman, though.
0: Oh yeah, that, that's that's I, I kept hearing, and I was like, when that was all I heard, pause, I was like, oh, this movie's bad. I saw Blue Beetle bombed.
1: Yeah, that's that's disappointing. I heard that movie had a lot of heart. I haven't seen it, but uh, definitely more. It excited is disappointing. To
0: watch that. <laughs> But I was not surprised that Iron Hombre did not hit. Which is essentially yeah. what it is.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I think there is room for it, but only once the DC extended universe gets to like what half of what Marvel's cinematic universe
1: is. And yeah, it's not there
0: yet. Yeah.
1: yeah. Blue Beetle is a legacy character in many ways, and you've got to build that legacy out first to really connect, you know, those different iterations of that character. I get why they did what they did, and they just jumped to Jaime Reyes, but um, that's not where the magic of Blue Beetle is. I agree.
0: Verse is important, but if that's the whole thing, that's that you're asking a lot of of that loss of the story to yeah. carry.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, man. Also, the flashlight. Like, I, I just, I, I didn't like any of the jokes. <laughs> so on top of everything else, they real. I could tell they were trying really hard to be funny, and I just, it just didn't do it for me. Oh yeah! This is like Jar Jar Binks episode one kind of stuff.
0: I, like this I is have, meant yeah. to be funny. You should laugh. Ha, ha, yeah,
1: ha, ha. and I'm just like, no, nah, I just don't. Yeah. This is not doing it for me. I, I know why it flopped. I mean, <laughs> it's 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 more clear to me than ever. But man, the CGI. This point That that was the first one while it looked
0: like it might have a little something there.
1: I've seen better graphics on some games from like a few years back, man. Like, that's what I'm talking about here. Like, my Nintendo Switch can pull can pull some. Well, you know, and you know,
0: what's awful. This is the second time they've done this. Remember, they they tried to cheap out with Justice
1: League too. Yes, this is this is Henry Cavill mustache removal level. This is where we're it's, we're in that realm. Like, do you remember how different it's that Steppenwolf looks in the two
0: different versions?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Also. Yeah. It's have. yeah. It's like That it's just. I don't know why Warner Brothers is so reticent to spend money on things
1: or if they and if and given that like then don't let they people were, they, yeah. they pulled that shit on Harry
0: Potter too like Harry Potter's CGI is passable <laughs> it's not good
1: yeah it's, it's been a while since I've seen them but I believe you 100 percent yeah
0: it's actually part of the reason why they're um, the rides at universal for them are, are like towards nauseating because they, they they've been lazy with the render.
1: Yeah, I mean nowadays, I don't know. It's it's not excusable. I don't. I, don't, I mean, and they don't need to have uh, the VFX sweatshops that Marvel has either. That's bad. I, I, I I'm not asking for that, but like, they could have reworked some of the time travel concepts and stuff, multiversal traversal stuff. To like I said, the CW did better with the budget they had. I feel like in many cases, for the same types of ideas. I
0: don't believe it mostly, but even if they hadn't fucked up, I, I always thought the CW spent their money, their money very well. Yeah, yeah, those shows are better than they write It It is a disappointing but not unexpected outcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think they've let they they they've done what Marvel did with Scarlet and let Wonder Woman age out of the role? Oh, uh, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot, thank you. Um. I don't know. I I'm seeing ads it. for her new Netflix from Heart of Stone, and she's noticeably older. She's aging well, don't get me wrong, but she's not she's not 22 anymore, I guess is what I'm trying yeah. to say.
1: But I mean, if you know, 50-plus-year-old uh, dudes like Paul Rudd and Robert Downey Jr. can do their roles, I think she could pull it off. You just have to, you know... Not have the character be like a fresh, naive <laughs> gal from Themyscira anymore, right? She's got a counterpoint. They, do, they
0: don't have to wear a bikini covered in Greek armor, though.
1: Uh, sure, sure. <laughs> Maybe make some costume <laughs> adjustments. I swear to god, if you suggest giving her pants, give her pants. They, I'm, I'm an advocate for the pants.
0: <laughs> Solved. I just saw Wonder Woman. I gave her pants. pants no, you did not solve anything. <laughs> Yeah, leather
1: jackets. it's gonna be great <laughs> well totally new character but i don't mean, know they'll, they'll reboot everything so eh.
0: sure it's been seven minutes that's what they do we haven't had a flashpoint movie in two months ariel
1: or whatever <laughs> <now. laughs> fucking assholes i swear i swear there are other flash stories plenty of them in fact it's true. It's interesting. Like people that wrote the Flash comics, they
0: tended to do like forever. <laughs> there's like been four Flash writers ever.
1: Yes, multiple iterations to the character. Other time travel yeah. stories. Tons to do.
0: When and when writers stick around on characters like that long, then it's it's because they're on a roll. Typically, you you gotta yeah. To your point, there's gotta be some other shit in there that they can write or Jeff. To draw from rather.
1: Yeah, I'm sure Jeff Johns could give them other stories that to be like, here, here's a stack. Just here, just for my run. Like, come on. Didn't they fire him for being good? I think, that's usually <laughs> I think the that was something that happened. <laughs> that's usually the
0: case. <laughs> He's been recused from making any more work because you're too good at your job. Would you like to say some words for the diligent party Bob Worker before we go? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't top. I can't top the joke that has been going around the internet since he passed away. He it got closest. He got closest without going over. <laughs> I don't know the exact person that did it first, but kudos to them.
0: It was just eerie because I. I was literally talking to coworkers the day before he passed. It's like, well, he, hey, Bob Barker's still alive. We're all good. Uh, yeah. That was an excellent joke, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ariel Rodriguez of San Diego, California, still alive. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me and allowing me to opine. I've been Cyrus Mortazavi of Kirkland, Washington. Uh, find me online at graceforstudios.com. reminding you to please control the pet population, have your pets spayed or neutered, and also reminding you that this has been Full of Sun and Fury Podcast. This episode and previous episodes of Full of Sun and Fury Podcast are available at full of sun and fury Podcast.com. Or buy subscription at wherever the hell you get your podcasts. This has been a great source of videos production, copyright 2023.